Paladin, we've got you covered. 100.4 FM. Feel good music. Today is World Liver Day, and we now speak to 33-year-old Free State-born liver transport transplant survivor, Mimo Mukhosi, to find out about her journey. Hi, Mimo. Hello, how are you? I'm well, how are you? I'm good, thank you. I keep on saying liver transport, yes, Mimo, this whole afternoon I'll be saying <laughs> liver, liver transport. You are a liver transplant survivor. Mimo, you know, you went through so many difficult battles at such an incredibly young age, right? Tell us yes. about when you were first diagnosed with a liver problem that would potentially now require you to, to get a transplant. So back in 2007, late 2007, I started getting sick. Even I didn't know what was happening. My eyes were yellow, which was jaundice. And mm. I started getting I started getting chest pains. And I remember asking my dad to bring me Gaviscon because I thought, you know what, this will take it away. And he could see I was in so much pain. He took me to the doctor. Mm. And when we got there, I did so many tests. And I remember during consultation, I started getting clots on my neck. And the doctor said, you know what, let's just do tests and be sure what's happening because this looks like blood cancer. And mm. as I got the results back, they called my dad and said, please rush her to the hospital. And as I got to the hospital, they could see something was wrong with my liver, but they didn't know what was happening. And I was in hospital for over a month doing tests until I was transferred to Mel Park in Johannesburg. That's where I met Dr. Asfat in 2008, and I was diagnosed with autoimmune hepatitis. And mm. back then, I didn't know what was happening, but all the doctors mm. said was um, my body was fighting my own liver. And I thought to myself, how is that even possible? Because my body is supposed to protect the organs. Mm. So your and body was attacking your liver? Yes, my immune system. Mm. So um, I was on treatment for from 2008 until 2010 when everything was clear and I was feeling all good and only to find that one day when I went to work and I wasn't feeling well, I went to um, another hospital in morning clinic. And as I got there, the, the, nurse, um, the nurse took some blood tests and the doctor came back with the result and said, how did you even get here? Because you don't have oh blood. So I had to do blood transfusion. And she came back and said, um, your liver is critical. And the only way for you to survive was to do a liver transplant. Oh, my goodness. There was a time, uh, Mimo, where you, when you posted your journey on, on, on Twitter, when you posted from, 24, from 20, 2007, I think it was, to 2020 at the time, the long journey that you had been on, the long and painful journey that you had been on. Maybe take us through the process of looking for a donor and acquiring the transplant, because we've also heard that trying to find a liver transplant in South Africa is quite a challenge. Oh my goodness, I think uh, we might have lost Mimo. It's unfortunate we were chatting to Mimo Mukhosi to find out about her journey with the liver transplant. She's a liver transplant survivor. It is, of course, today World Liver Day. And uh, she was taking us through 
how she felt and what, what uh, you know, her journey was when she was first diagnosed with a liver problem that would uh, require her to have a transplant, but she was unfortunately cut off. Uh, we'll try to get her back on the line. 2000, our music, your memories. This is I Can't Stop the Rain. We do have our liver transplant warrior survivor lady back on the line. Her name is Mimo Mukhosi. She is telling us about her liver transplant journey. And uh, we're commemorating this day because it is World Liver Day today. Uh, Mimo? Yes. I'm are you back on with us? Hi. Hi. So you were telling us about how you were then diagnosed with uh, an autoimmune, autoimmune hepatitis, right? back yes. in 2008 and how your your body or your immune system was now attacking your liver did doctors know why this was occurring did they, did, did they have any kind of understanding as to how your body was was doing this so um when i asked what was the cause um the cause was unknown because it's an mm. it's a autoimmune illness um it's quite rare especially in women Mm, okay, so Mimo, I remember I once I, I was I was following you. I think I still actually I was following you on Twitter, and you were going on about your journey, right? You were sharing your journey, and this was back I think in twenty twenty, and, and and you were telling us about the journey from two thousand and seven, like you were saying, to twenty twenty, the long process that it took for you to eventually, you know, uh, find your way to getting a, a liver transplant. Was it difficult acquiring that liver transplant? Because we have heard that, you know, getting a liver transplant in South Africa is a challenge. Funny you mentioned, I was actually telling a colleague today that I think I'm becoming an impatient person. How did I even wait for a liver? <laughs> so what happened was um, in 2013, I went on the wait list in June and mm. it for me, I look back now and it didn't seem long. I think, again, I was quite positive and I believed that God will not take me through something I cannot handle. So mm. each day it was um, a day hoping to get good news. And in October, that's when I got that call that, um, please come in, we found a donor for you. But before then, I was on the wait list while we, they said there's a possibility of a family member who can donate. Mm. And my sister was willing to donate. But unfortunately, on our last test, um, we picked up that she was anemic. And mm. for someone to do a liver transplant, you lose so much blood, we didn't want to risk it. Yeah. And then and your other family so, members? Pardon? And then the other family members? Um... It was so hard for my family to actually tell the other family members that here's my daughter and she needs a liver. Again, I didn't want to end up, um, because it's a risk of someone losing their lives or we both lose our lives, that I will be blamed for the rest of my life. So yeah, I, I felt as much as I needed help, I didn't want to get help within the family because in any black culture, I will say, they do not believe in liver transplant and that you must live with, um, with someone's organ. So what's required, um, Mimo, post the surgery? So you, you had your surgery and then what, what then did you need to do to make sure that your liver is now functioning optimally? 
Okay, over a month um, out of hospital, I was supposed to spend time with not more than six people in the room. And it had to be the very same people while I'm wearing a mask to protect the new liver, which I call fake, from everybody. And You've named your my... liver. That's so precious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I even have a tattoo on my um, upper, upper shoulder with mm. faith and a liver with a bit of cancer. With faith, I had a liver transplant, which gave me life. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so you are still telling gift. it is the most precious gift. So you're telling us how you need to keep healthy in order to uh, to keep it working optimally. Yes, and so back then I think it was more complicated cuz mm. uh even today I still take my pills every single day. I went from 20 pills a day to literally 10 pills a day now, which is the anti-rejection and the anti-infection. They are called immune suppressants. So I also do not eat seafood because they carry bacteria and everything I eat um, that needs to be well cooked because everything that goes in my mouth goes straight to my liver. So I'm still Mm. protecting that precious baby. Do you know that if do you know if you'll be taking these pills for the rest of your life or is it just is it for a certain yes. period? Yes, I will be taking them for the rest of my life due to since my body my body attacked the liver. There's a possibility mm. that if I skip my dosage, my body will realize that it has a foreign organ and then attack the liver. So, so you have to protect my faith. body from my liver. Okay, so any quick messages as you know to someone who maybe is going through a similar journey to yours today, you know, who's finding themselves um waiting for that liver transplant, waiting for a donor, going through a tough time. What words of encouragement would you give that person? Like I always say, I was saved to inspire, not only to inspire but to help those going through the same thing. So if you do not know or have any symptoms, you can always reach out in my DMs. I'm not a doctor, but I'm open to share um, my medical team, um, my transplant team with everybody to get more information. And if your family is going through the same thing, I'm also available to take them through the journey, give them hope, and please do take care of your liver. And it's the most important part of your body more than your heart so love your liver whole liverly <laughs> thank you thank you so much Mimo enjoy the rest of your Tuesday that's Mimo Mukhosi liver transplant survivor talking to us this uh, world liver day